Yerk, hello, okay, Knicks fans. Welcome to episode 61 of Knicks fans wildin'. It's uh the off season, so it's been kind of dead. So we've been kind of chilling, you know. Still, you know, I'm in Madison Square Garden, though. We back, we back to MSG. A lot of talk, lot to unpack, rumors, draft. It's just so much to say. So I got the guys over here with me. Don Juan, how you feeling? Feeling good, man. Feels good to be back. It's been a minute, you know, since the guys got together and, and you know, just let loose. The Knicks talk, man. It's been a minute, but I'm um, glad to be back. You know, it's, it's, it's baseball season right now, so it's not it's not too pleasant out in New York, I get, I'll tell you that. But, you know, we are here dealing with wildfires, smoke, and Yankees losing, and, you know, just everyday life in New York, man. But it's, it's good to be alive and enjoying and enjoying the weather. It's getting warm out here, man. It's about to be a good summer. About to be an interesting offseason, I'll tell you that. But I can't wait. You know, a lot a lot to unfold during today's episode. So I'm looking forward to that, though. What's going on, fellas? Yeah, Don Juan, man. It sound a little depressed. So I'm glad that we on the show chopping <laughs> it up, man. It said wildfires. Yankees. Hey, it's been crazy out in the city, man. It's been crazy, man. Yeah, but you we're know, getting the warm weather. And we're back talking Knicks NBA draft coming up one week away so lots to talk about bazebo man how you doing yo my boys man i miss y'all man it's been uh it's been weird you know watching the you know watching these playoffs and all that shout out <laughs> to the denver nuggets they won mm-hmm. but side note we did bust their ass in they in their home you know in their hey. home court so you know i guess we, home court I, and I, the garden he called us the co-champs in a you know in a way since we did since he did you know i i i, I, I see I second that. I second that for sure. So let's get right into it, fellas. There's a lot, a lot to unpack. So let's talk about some new rules that are coming up into the NBA this year. And with new rules, they they affect every team. So obviously they affect the Knicks. So next year, there's going to be kind of a hard cap going on where – 179 million is quote unquote the second apron that you do not want to touch because there comes a whole lot of a lot of pain. You can't do certain trades. You can't. You don't have access to your mid uh, mid level exception. It, it gets messy. It gets messy. So let's look at the next book, uh, Don Juan. If you got it there, let's uh, look up the next books and see how the Knicks looking because this new rule, man. It's going to affect every team, and every team is going to be aggressive this year, I think, because they have to get their books in order for next year. So teams like the Clippers, you know, they have a very high payroll, and they got eliminated in the first round. What are they going to do? You know, a team like um, – there's so many teams, man, and Boston got to make a decision with Brown and Tatum, you know. I think they're going to go with Brown. All the time, um, they're gonna definitely re-sign Jalen Brown, but it's gonna get messy. Even a team like Milwaukee, I think, you know, they got the big contract in Giannis, they got Middleton, gotta get paid, Drew Holiday gotta get paid. So this is gonna be an aggressive trade line. So as Don Juan here cooks up Zebo, what you thinking about any teams that you feel like they are worried about um touching that second apron next year? Yeah, bro. I mean, the. I mean, I think the biggest team is the, the Warriors, right? Because they obviously yeah, the ones that. I mean, they honestly, I think they made they bargained they made this deal exactly because of you know teams like the Warriors, teams like the Clippers. I mean, any team that's tried that's tried creating like a big three, a big four. So, um, I think obviously like those teams, you know, Lakers too, trying to add. You know, right now they're trying to add Kyrie to their. You know, you know to Anthony Davis and LeBron. So. I think it affects teams that are looking, you know, that are looking to, um, you know, create a, you know, create a big three, big door, you know, big four for a championship. So I think those teams, and then obviously us too, man. Like it does, it does affect us because, um, I mean, right now this is the window we do have to take advantage of, especially with Jalen Brunson, especially with the, especially with the steal of a contract we had Jalen Brunson on right now, because you have to think about it. Um, you know, Julius Randle in a year, he's up for a contract. Um, you have a year. It's not, you know, oh, yeah. I mean, even two, but look, even in two years, once it starts kicking in, like he's obviously going to want a bigger contract. He, he's going to want more money than what he's making now. If, if he, uh, if he, if he 
if he improves the way I think he's gonna improve. So oh, and with and with RJ and also with RJ, look, his deal starts kicking in next year and mm-hmm. that goes up to that goes up to thirty million. And so I think it just I think it just makes it more of an emphasis like on just uh, of us taking advantage of this of this window we got with Jalen Brunson. Because I think once it once his contract is up for us to be paying, you know, three players at an excess of like thirty mil, it's just not it's just not gonna happen. And so it's gonna affect the star players. It's also gonna affect too. Like they're gonna, they're gonna have to put more emphasis in the draft and, um, you know, getting you know getting players on really good, con- really cheap contracts. So, yeah, it's true. It's true all around. And um, Don Juan pulling it up right here. So yeah, let's look at it together. You know, everybody watching. Shout out to y'all. So here it is. So next year, thing looks far. I need to put my glasses to see this right here. So <laughs> it's a little tight that I couldn't get it to the full screen. So I don't know if you want me to zoom in. Yeah, zoom in, zoom in a little bit so I could check that out. But like Zebo mentioned, you got you know, you got your big dog right there, Jalen Brunson. You know, he we we going into 24. No, we're going to the 23-24 season. You got Jalen Brunson right there making 26 million. So I'm looking at uh next year. So the, the cap is 158, and that second apron is 179. So that's something like I said, teams want to stay away. And the Knicks right now are 164 in, but this is not this is not including the Josh Hart extension. So that's something we got to factor in there. So the Knicks, they're already over the first one. You know, they're already over the salary cap, I mean. They're not in the first apron or second. They got a little bit of money to play with, but not much. So let me quickly go over this. Nick Scott, Brunson 26, Randall 25, and like Zebo mentioned, that RJ thing kicks in next year at 23. So that's your top three right there. You know, that's your top three right there at about 80-something, like 83, a little bit more than that. So... Then you got the big contracts of Evan Fournier. He's still on the books, but he's an expiring. So that's going to be important. The Knicks also have a Derrick Rose. I thought the Knicks would reject the Derrick Rose, but the more I think about it, I think they're going to um, take it, and I'll let you guys know why. After I just read off one more name, Josh Hart. So he's here for 12.9. I think Josh Hart is getting up to 18. So that's going to be... Uh, up the books a little bit and then quickly and ob they accept an eligible but that's for next year so zebo um how do you think the knicks look in this spot right here with uh the names that i read out like i said your big three is 85 already so now you only got i, I said it earlier you want to stay under that 179 you got three players already and now you only got 100 million for seven other guys right now yeah and and that, i mean that's where the i think that's what's going to be the challenge is that you know you might have to you might have to sacrifice you might have to be t- you have to you might have to be top heavy with your three you know with you having three stars and just essentially just having just you know just really you know just honestly regular role players because the one thing with our team and the one thing that we did have success over last year is the fact that our role players did step up you know they just they did step up for us during the season um obviously Quinn Grimes. No, no, but I mean, listen, bro. That again, what was the, again? What was the success? We, I mean, what was the success? I feel like what was the, what was the highlight of our season? It obviously was the, you know, for us getting, you know, us getting that, you know, that playoff seed and and how we and honestly how we improved during the season. And so yeah, they didn't step up for us during the playoff, but I mean, they definitely stepped up for us during the season, man. And honestly, they like they they really I don't want to say carried I'll, us because obviously I'll, it was Jalen Brunson. I, I don't want you to go down the rabbit hole of having the success. Stick to the the, the cap. Nah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, yeah, no, like I said, I mean, it's just we're gonna have to they're, they're gonna I mean the front office just has to make they have to gonna they have to gonna have to make a decision whether they want to be top heavy or with or or whether they want to just try to have two stars and just try to and you know try to re-sign quickly to uh you know to a pretty you know to a decent deal, which I don't know if he's if he has plans to do that. And so Derek Rose is obviously somebody we're gonna have to put in a trade package. So um yeah i mean yeah bro it's it's gonna it's gonna be tough for us but i mean hopefully again this is where this is where nba players got to make the decision whether okay do i want to go into a winning to a winning position i might get a little less but 
I might have success, or should I just try to, or should I just try to, you know, make the bag somewhere and probably, probably in a really bad team? Neva, so, are you giving quick? Are you giving quickly twenty million? Yes. Okay. Are you giving? Josh Hart, are you giving Josh Hart eighteen million? He might have to go down for me. He might have to. He might have to. Bro, well, he, he might have to. He might have to sacrifice for us. He might have to. He might have to take his number. Eighteen mils his number. He gonna have to hold it down for the team, bro. He gonna have to hold it down for the game, bro. He might have to All do right, that. So that's the, you basically saying the next. I will say though. I will say though. Quickly did get injured. Now I don't know how serious the injury is, but he did perform pretty. He didn't perform as well in the playoffs. So again, his value might have diminished a little to the point where teams might be a little bit scared. So honestly, quickly might be the one that might have to take the. That you know, again, you know, you might have to take the L for the game. Like it just, mm. it just is what it is. That's so, um, so I mean, I, honestly, now that I think about it, I would give it to, I would give the, I would give Josh Hart what he wants that eighteen million, and then quickly, again, if we can, how again, much we can value? How much you giving him? I give him fifteen. I'll try to get him both. Fifteen. I'll try to give him both fifteen. Quickly, that's not disrespectful. That's not disrespectful, bro. I don't think so. I don't really think so. Quickly's leaving because of that. Quickly nah, leaving. Before, I kick it, before I kick it to Don Juan. I mean, where do you want, where he wants to I mean, but where is he going to go? Like, let let me on. tell you, Tyler, you're looking at players that are comparable to Quickly. Tyler Hero, six Jordan men of the Poole. year. He got paid. Jordan Poole, he got paid. You know, even RJ Barrett. You look at how many times the no, quickly, but see, but those are but those are times, failed, but those are failed experiments, but those are failed contracts. Bro, Do you think I don't think teams are gonna last year? Those again, are but, but look how they perform, but look how they performed this year. I mean, Tyler, Tyler Hero again, he, Tyler Hero played well, Tyler he Hero. did play well, but Jordan Poole did not play well, and I don't think teams are gonna make teams are not gonna make that mistake. I don't think so. Played pretty, pretty decent. He played, he played all right, so. But I just okay. think they're gonna go into this compare and 15 mil is disrespectful, but we'll 15 go mil is disrespectful. Let me let me give it to Don Juan here as you look at these books, Don Juan. How you feel like the Knicks should uh anything interesting of the new CBA? Well, the thing is that you know the way this team is built is almost like they, they're gonna be built deep, like they're gonna have a deep team. It's not gonna be just your 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 regular two started two star team unless they make a trade, obviously. But the, the Knicks are almost gonna be constructed like a well balanced team if they continue to grow like they want to grow. But even how the league is playing now is just it's, it's gonna be a two man team. You're gonna be limited to only two players. The Knicks being that we don't have no true superstars, we don't have that that um. You know we we're not we're not we're not we're not that we don't have that luxury that we have a, st- a superstar on our team. So we're nah, yeah, we don't got that legend. We don't got that obviously, joke. Obviously, there's gonna be people like a quickly where we might have to overpay. Honestly, I think 20 is like it should be good enough, and even 18 for Josh Hart. The thing is that those are guys that you figure you know you're gonna build with, but everybody else is gonna be such it's gonna be such a a, a, a situation where. It's gonna have to take a player to believe in your culture to sign with you, because players at that point you're forcing the middle class to decide like I'm gonna just play for a championship contender team. Why would I go for a team that's just kind of because I'm just settled. Everybody's gonna settle for like mid mid level contract. Uh, R- it's gonna be RIP to the middle class. Like the middle class is over. Like it's really yeah. gonna hit home there. But realistically, I, I there's gonna be ways around it where players are just gonna take shorter deals and end up on 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 a bunch of teams. It's gonna be a bunch of journeymen because at the same time, like there's only so many guys that they could pay. Like you guys mentioned the Warriors earlier, teams like that will never be able to be sustainable because that one guy is probably gonna jump ship. Like even the Suns, for instance, right now they got KD and and um, Booker, but they in a, essentially they they were forced to cut Chris Paul. Because they're trying to save money. Because at the end of the day, like these deals are gonna be crazy. Eventually, you are gonna see eight and get traded. Because teams like that cannot extend after a certain a certain amount of time. Because that CBA, the the second apron is not only is gonna tax you, but you're not gonna be able to make a certain amount of moves during the off season. So you're gonna want to avoid that. But I feel like with the way the Knicks are constructed, bearing a crazy move, I think that you know we we people are going to get paid and we might, we might just run it back because of that. But, you know, you still got to, 
as the Knicks, you have to be like on the phone, kind of be open to conversations. And, you know, I know um, there's been a lot of talk on Twitter, you know, on ESPN about all these, you know, rumored or, or players just getting linked to the Knicks. It's getting crazy. And the summer just started like all season just getting warmed up. We have honestly haven't even heard any draft talk because of how how crazy the offseason is looking like right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a fact, bro. That, you make a good point, And you made a, a great point about the middle class, man. It's going to be over for the middle class. And listen, right now, the Knicks, they look pretty good. They look pretty good because you got to start playing Jalen Brunson and you're paying him about 30 million, maybe not 30, maybe 20 plus million. He should be in the 50s probably at next contract. So this is why I think, fellas, how many times have I said this on the show? The Knicks have to make a decision between RJ and Julius. I mean, you just have to. You can't have those two guys making close to $30 million, especially not in this new CBA. Guys like Quickly, guys like Josh Hart, too. I love Josh Hart. He really bought hustle to the Knicks. And I, I said this to, I think it was Zebo last week. He is the best defensive, the best rebounding guard maybe in the league. I mean, you can easily say that. So you need that toughness and that grit, and especially in Tibbs' uh, um, system. But can you afford him and can you afford Quickly? Another player that I really, really like. You know, Quickly... He was start. He was he was closing games over R.J. Barrett towards the end of the season, and that's why when Zebo said fifteen million, I feel like he's gonna he's looking at R.J. money, if not more than R.J. money, because he's gonna come like, listen, I know you guys value me more than R.J. Barrett. We saw it during the season. We saw it last year. You was throwing R.J. in there. You wasn't really trying to fund the deal around IQ. You know what I mean? So. I think that he's gonna he's gonna want to get paid too. So the Knicks are in a good spot, but it can get ugly fast. So that's why we're gonna get into this show. Um, we're gonna get into this topic a little later. But when you talk about running it back, yeah, it's cool they can do that, but it's gonna get spicy fast. It's gonna it's gonna get real real spicy for the Knicks very soon because these guys gotta get paid. So that new CBA, man, I don't know. The players look like they got swindled. Yeah, they get 50-50%, but a lot of players are going to be losing money. Don Juan made a great exactly. point. There's going to be a lot of journeyman because why would I sign for four years when I could get two and reevaluate my market, you know? So yeah, like there's one thing. Bruce Brown, he might leave the Nuggets. They just can't pay him. Facts. Yeah. That might be a good thing, though. It might bring up the competitive level in the league. I mean, you know, a lot of people have been signing that's these long-term deals. Yeah. They sign these long-term deals and... You know, it, it might seem like a lot, but they kind of coast, you know. And, and we've heard plenty of other shows where players, like player shows, where they're talking about, you know, the, the competitive level in the game. And they're diminishing it. Like, they're like, you know, players get to this level and they just become, you know, they, they just either settle or just become washed. Like, how yeah. many players are, are, are highly spoken about? Like, yo, in high school, that player was crazy. And then right now it's like, Zion. <laughs> yeah. Yo, bro, nah, just Zion, quick, I feel too. like Zion, you, you can still... Nah, nah, Zion, come on. You can't disrespect Zion. I'm not you about can to say, say, you can say Cam Reddish, you know? In like, high school, you thought Zion was going to be, like, the next, you know, big thing. And this man, he blew up to 300 pounds. That's settling right now. He is that's the next big guy. thing, literally. <laughs> <laughs> that's, the, that's the point you made, bro. That's the point you made. But, I, yeah, I like Zion, bro. I know we're going to talk Zion in a few. Uh, Zebo, what do you have to say, Sam, real quick? Oh, no, yeah, yeah, just, I mean, bro, it's, listen, bro, Miami made it to the finals with six undrafted players, bro, like, they, like, it's, like, it's, like I said before, they just have to, I just think the front office just has to make, just has to make a more better emphasis to, like, find and, you know, finding those gems, like, within the draft, G League, whatever it is, because I'll be, listen, man, no shade to, no shade, no shade to Quinn Grimes, Deuce McBride. Isaiah Hardenstein, like the guys in our bench, but again, Miami Heat found little legit better better players than those on the, in the G League again undrafted. So it's I mean it's possible, but you know these guys don't know just have to do their thing. I'm on the ground, man. I'm the ground. I'm I'm I'm, I'm almost on grounds high time, man. I really I don't know, man. I really I, believe I, I it. Don't know. There's a now nah, there's a there's a lot now nah, because what Zebo said is like you, you know. 
Our players never been there. Well, half of the Miami team, if not more, uh, two thirds of the team, been to the playoffs consistently. Yeah, a lot of these guys on the Knicks. That's, this is the first a, time a, there. That's the thing to 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 Miami and, and a shade to the not Knicks. to make excuses and nothing, but, but you know, we, day, it was a hard fought fight, but none of none of our guys have ever been in that position where Miami, everybody, literally on that team up and down. That's true, but before the series started, though, nah, it's true. But before the series started, though, we did. We were saying like, "Yo, we're gonna win this because we we no, we did. Our role players are way better we than know, Miami." We, we, but we, we, we were basing it off the season we too. Trash, That's bro. true. But let's not go down that. We keep going down. We keep trying to go down that rabbit hole, but I keep dragging us back out because let's <laughs> stick to the topic and let's stick to trade rumors now, guys. The Knicks, like Don Juan mentioned, have been linked to literally everybody. Chris Paul. Who don't want Chris Paul? Bradley Beal, Carl Anthony Towns, Zach Levine. The name, the list goes on and on. Even a little Zion Williamson name been hearing out there, you know, with his. I saw a post yesterday that said he um got somebody pregnant, told this porn star to put everything on Twitter just to lower his value to come to the Knicks. So yeah, it, that was crazy. Yeah, so let's see what let's see what adult film stars are. Talk about reach. But um let's uh let's stick to the point and I wanna bring out to you guys um a name that interests you and I want you guys to give me a potential deal for that person. Uh, Zebo, I'm gonna start with you, man. What you think? Uh, who's somebody that interests you possibly and it'll give me a trade package for them? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, listen, man, you guys know I've been, man, I've been, I've been looking, I've been scouting this guy. I've been, I've been dying for him to come to the Knicks for a few years. I feel like we should have pulled the trigger a few years back, but we didn't. That's fine. But I'm gonna say my boy Zach Levine, man. The okay. legit, the smooth. I just feel like I just feel like with Zach Levine, he has that Aaron Gordon. He, like he has that Aaron Gordon in him, where he's he's obviously been the number one option on a team that's just their foundation is just not it right now. So I feel like if you you know you bring you bring Levine in, you bring Levine in. I mean, my trade package was it would essentially be Zach Levine, RJ RJ Barrett, Obi Toppin. Derrick Rose and a first round pick. With for Chicago, obviously they get RJ Barrett. They get a younger guy in there to put with DeMar Rosen. Again, he's a guy. Honestly, I'll be honest. I'm a little. I'm. Hold on, the siren's going crazy right now in the background. Yak still hear me? Yeah, no, we don't hear the siren. Ah, uh, perfect. Yeah, so now I think I did just put in RJ. Put in RJ there with Chicago with the, with the, with DeMar DeRozan, a veteran there, twenty point score. Um, they had Derrick Rose who's in a, who's an expiring contract. He's from again, same team. You know, I don't know if he's gonna retire, but for him to retire in Chicago, that'd actually be perfect for him. Chicago gets that first round pick, and we get the score we've been wanting. So, and they and they do get Obi Toppin. They get a young they get, they get a young guy in there. You know, um, obviously he's he still has a lot to he still has a lot to improve on, but you know they do get a young guy in there. So, yeah, that's my that's my trade package. You bring in Levine, exactly. we got our score. Zach Levine next year makes forty million. 24-25 makes 43 million. 25-26 makes 45 million. And then has a player option for 48, basically 49 million. So he's making a lot of money. But Zebo, what if, what if Chicago they want RJ? They'll take the D Rose uh, farewell story. They'll take a young player in OB. Um, what if they want three first round picks? And one protected, you know, because um, Donovan Mitchell went for five first round picks. You know, Zach Levine, they might, they might, they might hold him in that regard. So, what if they want three picks, a little bit less than the the Donovan Mitchell, which is three picks and one protected, including you, RJ, including RJ Obian Rose? Yeah, no, no, no. I think know. it's too. It's not. It's too much. I okay. mean, I'll be on. I'll be honest. I, like I said before, I think they should have pulled the trigger on him a few years back. But I think now, I think Chicago, obviously, right now, I think they're in the, I think they're in a position right now where they want to be in a rebuild mode. But if they're able to get a young asset, 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 uh, they're able to get a young player in there with the with the first round pick. I think that's something they definitely would, um, would rather want. So, but for them to get three first round picks from us, no, I don't think exactly mean as as much as I do like him. I don't think he's worth that many picks. All right, Zebo, Zebo going. 
Going for the trade package for Zach Levine. Hey, I would, I would, I would. I, I don't know about that package though. He's I'm not, cool, man. I mean, for, I mean, cool. listen, man, Obi. I mean, listen, man. Oh, I'll be honest. I don't, it, the decision was gonna be made on Obi this summer. No, I, think no, I don't care about Obi. Obi's in all my trade packages. Um, I mean, RJ. Listen, man. R, RJ's just not. Yeah, I'm right. still not. I'm still not. Again, I, I think there's still room to improve, but we do get the score we needed, man. And I think yeah. that uh, I think a reunion with Tibbs is defense, exactly what he though, needs. That Jalen Brunson, Zach Levine defense, that's gonna be. I think bad. this is where. No, nah, I know you're right, but I think this is where the second reunion with Tibbs. I think Zach Levine being a little older, noticing that right now you talk about, you know, you talk about the money he's gonna start making. That's why we need to. That's why we do need to appreciate this window that Jaylen, that we do have with Jalen Brunson right now. So I think him being a little older, recognizing that there is a sense of urgency to win right now in New York, I think he, you know, I think he's gonna fall on. I think the defense will. I think the defense will get better. The offense, he doesn't necessarily have to carry the team because he still will have Randall. He still has Jalen Brunson there to make the game way easier for him. I mean, we saw he's he honestly thrived with with the, with the on the rows in there because it did take a little bit of the offensive load off, and so he so he just had to be a shooter, which is something that we desperately need right now. So. Yeah, bro. I, mean, I think we get the score we need. The, de- the defense might, you know, might go down a little bit, but um, you know, I think it'll, I think the effort, everything else will be there. And even if we don't have it for the full eighty games, we still gonna be straight because we still have Jalen Brunson, we still have Julius Randle, which is you know, which is something. And we'll still have the we'll still have some of the core. Again, we don't know what's gonna happen with quickly with quickly, but you know, we still have Grimes in there. We still have people to pick up the slack. So. All right, all right. Yeah. I like, I like, I like a lot of good points. I, honestly, yeah. I, I got no counter to that trade because. I feel like that's it. Three picks was 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 like my cutoff point too, man. I'm not gonna lie. Okay, so three picks is, is my cutoff point because at the oh, same time, you know, there's there is worries with a guy like Zach Levine with the injuries and whatnot. Granted, I think it's overhyped to to a certain extent, but you know, he 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 just helps so much on all the edges. Yeah, you know, yeah. where we maybe we might give up a little bit on defense, but we're gonna score more often than not. And I think that probably liked a little bit of the, the difference on that trade, which I like. I like, like, even though Zach Levine, when you first mentioned the Zebo, you was on it for a minute. You mentioned it, and I was, I was real hesitant. Not going to lie. But this season, Zach played, what, essentially, I think he played 75, 77 games. Mm-hmm. That's a lot for somebody yeah. that's, like, apparently doesn't have an ACL. Like, granted, it's, it's just one season, but the season before, he missed a couple – back-to-back game just because he needed a rest so he probably would have played 70 some games as well so right we got to put it things into perspective but speaking about about players that you know are injury prone i don't know man i'm kind of been sweetening up to to certain players man i know we've been talking about bill and all this and cat but i feel like the knicks man is, is a gamble but what you guys think about trading for Zion? I've been I've been leaning towards doing a little gamble and, and you know maybe giving up a few of our picks for the guy, especially buying on on a guy that's at his all time low, essentially trade value. I mean, you got the Pelicans. Granted, there's been rumors that you know they've been trying to use Zion as the bait for the third the third pick. There's been connections, although the Pelicans been linked to Scoop, right? Oh, wow. you live near Dykeman. What do you think was? <laughs> When Zion, Yo, I was just gonna say that, bro. You're gonna, mean, have to, bro you're gonna have to, you're gonna have to I put a shot gotta, call on. <laughs> you have to put a call on. I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna lie. It's not gonna be easy for the man in Dykeman. I tell you that, man. Not gonna ah. be easy. But when you got a team where is, first of all, this is like one of the reasons. One of the reasons why I I wouldn't mind him coming over here. Wait, wait. Before like we get him right, give us give us your trade package. Then explain your reason. Give us your trade package for Zion. Nah, let me let me explain my reason because then I could convince you about giving up the package. Nah, I want to hear the package <laughs> when I can already be on high mode because I want to see how much you want to give up for Zion. I'm not honestly, it might it might be too low. It might be too low. All right. It's All right, Randall, so. McBride, and two protected first round picks. So with no unprotected. Nah, no unprotected. All right. So give us give us the reason. No, but it'll be it'll be like top four pick, you know, like literally not even lottery protected it'll have to be like a top four another one top 10 type of situation because at the end of the day it needs to pan out and i still even without randall i mean even without a without um zion we gonna get we gonna give the people what they want which is obi 
Obi's still gonna be there. So if Zion breaks his leg, God forbid, God forbid, but they got Obi to take over, right? That's what y'all wanted, Nick fans. Y'all wanted to see Obi come through. There's an opportunity for want Obi to come I, through as well. I'm uh, not banking on that, but that's uh, the worst case scenario. Best case scenario is you got Zion being a top five player in the league, being a guy that's gonna make us a contender. The man is only 22 years old. It's been a bad situation out in the in, in New Orleans, man. He didn't want to be there in the first place. Yeah, it wasn't a rumor that when the Pelicans got the first the, the first pick in the lottery, they you know they felt some type of way. Well, he felt some type of way. You know, there's there's a that's already been spoken. JJ Reddick said he's not a good teammate. He's not invested in the franchise. Like the guy's been wanting to get out of there for a minute. I'm not saying that he's horny and doing whatever he's doing because he wants to go to the Knicks or know his value. But you know, there's a lot of clues that tell me he don't want to be there. And he's been real horny about being a Nick. I tell you that that boy been blushing his ass off talking about oh, MSG man, being a Nick. Right there. So yo, 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 Triple M, let me let, let me talk my shit real quick, cause see, cause I'm, I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna tell you what I think is wrong with the deal, and it's something that, like, we're not even gonna get to the to the whole person, like, to the whole the whole personal shit, whatever's going on with him. But I do want to mention something that she did mention in those in those in those Twitter when she went when she started going crazy. On Twitter, I do want to mention something that she did say that really did caught my eye, and the reason why I don't really want to do the trade. She mentioned that he's still fat. Like she did, she did, she did mention that. Yo, she did mention that. Yo, <laughs> she definitely. I tried, I tried helping your fat ass, and you still like no, like you big as hell right now. And so listen, like. I, I just I just know I just know he's not I don't think he's a, I don't think he's 100 invested. Like if he's still like listen he hasn't played. We got to think about this. We haven't seen Zion play since like what what was it November December that he that he went out. We have, but and this is the thing. And though, so but- and so and that's crazy to me. The the fact that the fact that you're still not in shape after after like eight months of not playing like that's no, honestly right, but that's right, a right. really 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 bad sign so that's why I, that's why i'm just all out bro like if you're not really taking care of yourself like that and and while you're injured while everybody else is playing that's a that's a bad sign to me so, so, so i would so, give honestly i would give them way less if that's the case so what's your what's your counter offer and i know you you excluding randall because you you love julius over here so and the, the new orleans don't even want randall they 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 uh let him go from New Orleans for free for nothing. But what's your counter offer to Don Juan on a on a Zion package? So I think it would have to include. It, I think it would have to include Julius. I don't see them. I don't see them wanting because they have to replace that forward spot. So I, it would have to be Julius, Julius, D Rose, and probably two. Probably two protective picks. I mean, again, I'm not. I'm just. I'm sorry. I'm not. I'm not banking on him. I mean, bro. bro I, I, I would give up. I would give. Not. I think. I would give. Exactly what I said. Yeah, yeah. I just. Yeah. Let me give you this scenario. Let me give you this scenario. I just don't think. I don't think they'll go for one. For one. For one protected is just crazy. Like they're not that. They're not that stupid. What if they act for quickly, Grimes? And two, they gonna. What are y'all talking about? Protect the picks. They're gonna want unprotected picks. The kid is twenty-two years old, a two-time All-Star already, average twenty-six percent, and he's twenty-two years old. So then they gonna. You're gonna have to trade a lot for Zion. Y'all not being realistic right now. I, so, but I, I mean, I'm being realistic. I'm being real. I'm, but I am being real. I am being realistic as to they what everybody else is saying. For, they trying to trade Zion for the third overall pick to get School Henderson. They're not take right. That. Right. I get, I get that, but you think they're gonna get that right now? You think they're gonna get that? They're not getting that. They might from New Orleans. I'll be honest. I don't. Portland is building around Dame. If they, if they want to get Zion, that's they, they, they'll risk it. They'll risk it. They'll risk it. They'll risk it. Which is why I feel like is it worth like this? I mean, I'll be honest. That's a, that's a big risk to take right now. This is not. First of all, it's a bit disrespectful that Randall. You talk about like if Randall is not. Like a, a valuable piece. First of all, the Hornets, but not the Hornets, the Pelicans. All their players are always hurt. There's always something missing. So why can't why why wouldn't they trade somebody that's literally could be a staple day in and day out? That's gonna play eighty some games, maybe seventy five at min. You know that he he's an asset, and then you're talking about adding a young piece to it plus some some picks. 
and where you just had a guy for four years and he played maybe a season in all four years. He's played probably 80 some games, you know, so it is is a risk on both sides. But the Pelicans right now need some stability. So I feel like they, they could see Randall at some value, too, you know. Randall at the end of the day, too, he's a, he's also a two-time All-Star, but he's more of a of a guy that maybe he's re- he's reached his peak, and you know what you're getting from him, but he's going to give you that 82 games instead of 20. Yeah, I mean, look. But I'm willing to roll the dice. I hope for the best. You feel me? 22 years old, we got to. <laughs> I, 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 I just, I think y'all being a little unrealistic with your package, and I just, I'm not going down the Randall hole right now. I'm not going down the Randall hole, but I just, I think that he's very valuable. Yeah, no Randall slander here. You're not no, doing that today. He's very to our team, but other teams might not see the whole value, and I think that's why the Knicks are pretty much sticking with Randall. But, yeah, let's not go down the Randall hole. Nah, it's true. Right it's true, which is why maybe a more realistic deal would probably be RJ getting traded. Yeah, yeah. And, and listen, the rumor is that they're trying to get the third overall pick if um the Hornets pass on Scoop. So you're talking about the third pick or some protected picks and Julius Randle. Nah, that's a big difference. Them. You got like yeah, your yeah, future point guard of the, of the that, your franchise that, point guard. Let me let me kick it to my <laughs> trade scenario, fellas, real quick, man. So I'm going with the person who's in the hot rumor mill right now who just entered the rumor mill. And Bradley Beal. Mm. Now, I read y'all Zach Levine's contract. I hope y'all ready to hear Bradley Beal's contract. Jeez, First of all, he's the only player in the league with a no trade clause. That means wherever that man wants to go, he want, he's going to go. If he says trade me to the Shanghai Sharks because he wants to play in China, that's where that man is going. So he's the only player with that. That's already a red flag there. Then, he's 30 years old. He's turning 30 years old this year. He makes $46 million this year, $50 million the year after that, $53 million the year after that. And when that man is 33 years old, he has a player option to make $57 million. Yo, bro, but why are you telling us all this? Like, you, you say, wait, you say you want to pick him up? Yeah, uh, let me let me talk. Let me let me let me go. Let me go. Let me go. Let me hear. Let me hear. Yeah, hold on. I gotta hear this. It, it's um, one of you guys mentioned it earlier where it's we have this player in Jalen Brunson who's getting very underpaid. So, the next two years, I want the Knicks to be uber aggressive because I feel like they have this come on, even though the new CBA is tricky. So, despite Bradley Beal making all this money and all this no trade clause. I'm going to give you my offer that I think could be realistic, which is Evan Fournier, $18 million. I'll see you later. Thank you. Derek Rose, eight, uh, $15 million. Thank you, D-Rose. You're a legend. They'll probably buy you out, and you'll get to play for a contending team. I told you guys, Obi Toppin is in all my trade packages this year, so I'm giving them Obi. Um, and I'm giving back their protected pick. You know, that we have their protective pick. I'm going to be like, here, this is more valuable to you guys. You guys are restarting anyway. That has no value to us. And I'm giving our lottery protected pick next year. Because I think next year we'll get Dallas pick. I hope we get Dallas pick. They can't. They can't. So we already have a first-round pick in our holster. You can give them ours, you know. Hopefully we're not a lottery pick. And I think that's it, fellas. I realistically think that gets it done. And now you keep this core piece of Brunson. RJ, uh, Grimes, quickly, even Randall, you know, and fellas, you still, let's say this Bradley Beal thing doesn't really work out. It's going to be heavy on the book, but you still got all these assets to trade for somebody else. So if somebody like um, Joel Embiid next year, he's fed up like, yo, get me out of here. You still have all these young players. You still have all these draft picks. So what I'm saying is that we're going to talk about this after, but the Bradley Beal doesn't let everything go. You know, we've seen trade packages let everything go. The Rudy Gobert package, even the team we beat last year, Donovan Mitchell package, you know, it, it, it really helped hurt their debt. I think we could get Bradley Beal in here, bona fide starter, bona fide scorer, excuse me, next to Brunson, another bona fide scorer. That defense is going to be pretty shaky. I haven't really thought about that <laughs> yet, but. 
you know, you 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 can you can do it. And and Miami exposed us last year because we had no second score. You know, Julius and Randall struggled, and it was just JB. You bring in Bradley B here, he he's a dog. He's he's gonna get you buckets. That's one thing that man's gonna do. Give you buckets. He's an underrated assist. He he knows how to pass the ball. I had him in fantasy this year. Really helped me in assist. And um shoots the three decently. Um, I don't know if you guys have a counter offer for me or what y'all thinking about Bradley Beal after I just gave y'all a little sauce for him. Well, the offer makes it the offer lets us keep our players where let's say he does get hurt because I feel like that's the that's something that I'd probably be more worried about. If he was a guy that maybe even produced a little less, but was there at least most of the season. I'll be I'll be okay with paying that, but the guy has been, you know, he's getting older. He's, he, you mentioned he's about to turn thirty, and his last two years he's only played about ninety games in two in two years. So that's it, I'm, I'm not sure if that's because of the, maybe the the team, maybe he's just checking out of the team. That that's always the case, but he's also a guy that signed a long term contract and believed in them. That he I felt like as a player, you want a guy that's gonna show up every day. I haven't heard that he he was he was sitting out just cause, but like that's ninety games. That's almost you're almost playing one one whole season in in two years. Like it's it's tough to to pull that off, especially in New York, bro. We gonna settle to we gonna trade for this guy. He's gonna sit out half the season. We don't want no Allen Houston, especially not for the next four or five years with with, with Bradley Beal. So that's always the worry with me. I will probably pass, but. It would work with this team being that everybody is still like don't have to get paid yet. That would just be a decision that we have to make crazy that we, it's going to be tough to make three years later because we have the money to match. And yeah. then personally, I think IQ would probably have to be involved in the trading and not Obi. Okay. And IQ is from around the area, so it'll be almost that's be like fair. a team that's willing to pay that that max money that, that we were talking about earlier. That's a fair point. This is report. And he'll be a starter. I think they were starting Monte Morris. Or yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, nah, I mean. What if they what if they ask for three first? What if they ask for three first round picks? They ask uh -huh. for three. Because if they made they pretty much I know that I know from what everyone is reporting, they're saying that they're not that they don't want that the value of what they're asking for is not is not something crazy, but I feel like they're gonna be in rebuild mode. I think Kyle Kuzma is gonna walk, and I think KP is not gonna be there. So if no, that's no, the no. case, would you give him up for three? The three first round picks. Oh, uh, that's that's why I think I will hang up the phone because maybe Miami, um, they might raise the price because they have a lot of. They're so far rumored to be ahead of the pack. I, I'm just I'll take a Bradley Beal package if it means we get to keep all our assets because. I'm still banking on somebody else. That's why that's my only reason I'm interested in Bradley Beal because I'm still think the Knicks will have enough to throw at somebody else. And they have the nice contracts like an RJ Barrett, uh, like a quick leave you pay him, you know, that if a star is making 50 mil, you, you get those two players and you, you send them there. But that's uh, three first round picks. I wouldn't do it either. That's my only package will be giving them two protected picks. One of them is theirs anyway. And if they tank yeah. it, that doesn't have any value anyway. Mm -hmm. Right, right. Now, yeah, you're right, bro. Now, I'm, I'm, and honestly, I'm glad. I'm glad none of y'all. I'm glad none of y'all picked Embiid for that same point that you did make. Is that obviously, if you you know, we try trading for someone like Embiid, then we giving up, giving up the oh, farm for him. So. I'm empty the holster for Joel Embiid, man. Oh, now you bugging. You bugging. Yeah, no, I'm but, doing. Bro, Joel Embiid just. I'm a, mute, I'm a mute for. I'm a mute for this one. I'm done. Nah, I, nah a, I'm definitely not. He's a he's 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 a arguably a three-time MVP. We just saw Nikola Jokic, somebody that Embiid battles all regular season. Listen, the playoffs has been tough for Embiid. I can't make excuses for that. He shrivels in the in the playoffs, but regular season, he hasn't been arguably the MVP for three straight years. Definitely has. And he's been in the conversation at least too. Like. It, it, He's been in the. He came in second the last two years, and he came in first this first, year. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what Zebo's thinking, but 
Nah, but listen, I saw an interview with Doc Rivers and Bill Simmons, and they spoke about the fact, he spoke about the fact that there were days where he had to beg Joel Embiid to play during the regular season. I don't think that, I don't think you got to beg a person like, like Jokic to actually play during the hey, regular what season. Hey, what team just fired uh, Doc Rivers? The Sixers. <laughs> he's feeling salty. He's feeling salty. Right he's out here talking shit about everybody. I don't think. But, 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 but bro, but even, even getting, even getting 60 games out of him, you still want to bring, you still want to give up because you'll have to give up what? I mean, everything, you, man. It doesn't matter as long as you keep Jalen Brunson, Joel Embiid, and Jalen Brunson, and you can have you running the three and me running the four. Man, I'm taking that <laughs> running the five small ball lineup. <laughs> it doesn't matter. It's Joel Embiid. It's Joel Embiid. But let's not get there because then we're gonna go a whole different topic, man. I just want to end the show with a question that we basically talked about right now. Uh. I put up a tweet earlier today, um, and I kind of said, this is the packages that the Knicks can go. You know, you got three ways right now, I feel like, um, that the Knicks can go. They can go the Donovan Mitchell way, which we just talked about. You A player like Embiid or Lillard. I'm just throwing hypothetical. I'm not really getting fit. But a big-time player like Donovan Mitchell last year, He's a top 20 player, so you're talking about a top 15, top 20 player that goes out. It's going to cost everything. It's going to cost a lot of pick. It's going to cost all your death. Do the Knicks go that way, which they can. They can. They they can trade the quickly, the Grimes. You know, they have a lot of nice pieces. And they have over – they have all their picks plus more. So they have that package that they can do. Or would you go the Bradley Bill, Carl Anthony Towns package? The Timberwolves are going to try to recoup some assets, but they're going to be limited because that contract is bad. You know, those are solid players. They won't require your whole depth, but they have terrible contracts, fellas. I talked about Bradley View has $58 million. I already told you that players, they don't want to go over that second April. Bradley View is going to account for 33% of your, your, your total payroll. So that's going to be tough. And Car Anthony Towns, too. It's going to be rough to build around that. So... But you're still going to have players on your team that you can either trade or do a lot. So going to be a lot of shuffling, but the Knicks can go that way. Or, fellas, they can run it back. You know, you sign quickly. You sign Josh Hart. Uh, they have the money line, uh, middle line, um, tax mid-player, excuse me, exception. You can get a, a MLE guy over here. They, a lot of talk of Dante DiVincenzo, uh, Jay Crowder, some names. We'll get into that later on in the offseason. Uh, so you could go that way. So I want to go with you, Don Juan. What do you think? Uh, out of those three options, if you were standing right there in the crossroad, got three ways to go, which way, Don Juan, are you walking? I think we just go – I think running back, man. I think running it back just – for now, I think the options just are, are just like guys that, you know, they are going to make us better. They are going to make us better, Jim. We, we spoke Zach. We spoke Bill, we spoke Zion, had Cat. A lot of these guys will make us better. But do they actually make us championship contenders? Personally, I don't believe that. So I think that, you know, I we don't have any picks this um this draft. Maybe we make some moves and, and get to get to this draft with some of the picks that we have next year, just because we have so many of them. But I think we hold out until maybe even, you know, trade that line. And see what's what's gonna happen then. At the end of the day, Fournier is still a player that's on the contract. We got Rose that his option could be picked up. We could use him as a trade bait later on. He doesn't need to be traded. Like I feel like you know, if if these assets aren't valued properly, you know, that we're just gonna go right back, use that middle level exception for somebody that you know could be useful, address a lot of needs because this team is not perfect. But we saw what this team did in such a short time that I think that the front office is at least confident that if they miss out on any of these guys we spoke about, they're confident enough that they can still hold it down in the, in the whole season because, you know, the, the season essentially turned up halfway when we got Josh Hart. That's when it really turned up. So imagine a whole season with Josh Hart bought in, you know, a healthy Randall, healthy IQ, 
Like a lot of things could have been different. Even Brunson missed a couple games, you know, guys, you know, RJ missed a few games. Like it wasn't the perfect season, but I think that we, based on what we saw, we, we could, we could say like our team is good. Maybe we're not going to be championship contenders yet, but we could hold out at least halfway through the season and see how things play out. Cause then, you never know. There's superstars that tomorrow might want to get traded. There's a lot of superstars yeah. that, you know, they, I mean, KD, for example, he signed the deal and then next thing you know, he's requesting a trade. Like, it's literally, that's the NBA any given night in the superstar league. So, yeah. I think that this class right here, you know, we made a good, we, we all had some good offers, but it's, it, we all sounded like we, we we also want to we don't want to overpay because these guys aren't the guy you know these are those second tier guys like obviously there's a bigger I think we got some second tier guys at least in discussion with 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 Brunson and Randall like these are guys that are overlooked but they they could produce like these second tier guys so personally I think we take it back and and try again in the trade deadline. See, but I'm pass you the question. Uh, Don Juan, great points all around. I'm going to pass you the question. You got three rows to go to. Which way are you going? Bro, so I'm going to run it back. I'm going to tell you why. So one of the things, bro, I learned, I learned a lot from these playoffs. Like, first and foremost, for you to actually win the chip, bro, you need a legend. You need a legend. And listen, by the time by the time we all dead, bro, Jokic is probably going to be one of the top five, like, best players we've probably ever seen in our lives. Oh, so wow. That's, that's, that's one. Number two... Depth, depth in your team is key. Like for again, we spoke about. I spoke about this man earlier, but Aaron Gordon was literally the fourth best player on the team, and including that, they had KCP, which who was an above average NBA player coming out the bench. You had Bruce Brown, who I spoke to you about triple level. I'm like, yo, he's he's really good. Like he's like you told me, you told me he's only six four, but I'm like, damn, he plays like he's a small forward, and so. Um, and even with Miami, you know, I spoke about them earlier, about them having six undrafted NBA players who legit, you know, who all contributed well during the playoffs, like, you know. And so um, and then the last thing I learned was just patience, man. Like these teams are, again, you know, Jokic has been in that Denver system for almost, you know, for six years, six, seven years, I think. And Miami has been, again, they've, you know, they've been in these positions where they've been in the playoffs, Eastern Conference Finals, NBA Finals since, with, you know, since Jimmy Butler's been there, since, you know, since the bubble, literally so. And they continue to stay on the same path with the same people, developing people. And so I think, again, I'm not, I'm, again, I think we should run it back. I'm, I know that I've been the biggest RJ critic here, but I want to see, I want to see one more year out of him. I think if we can see a bit, if if we can see a bit of an improvement, I'm not even talking like a big jump. I'm just talking about consistency with your jump shot. Again, if if all you do is go left, that's fine. As long as you're making smart plays going to, going left, I'm I'm good with it. And again, what was it? What was the issue with Randall, bro? It was all it was all mental. Nothing physical. Nothing again. We. Again, we know when he's on it, he's one of the best players on the floor. And so, um, and the fact that we do get to keep that depth, which is like I said before, one of the keys for us to, you know, for us making, you know, for us to actually making the playoffs. If we can keep those role players, yeah, I mean, why not? Because again, I just from the, you know, from all the guys that are currently available or that are in trade, that are in trade, you know, that are trade rumors right now. I don't think none of those guys are touching Jokic, you know, Jokic. So I don't. So again, I think even bringing them on the team, I mean, if we can get to the finals, great. But I mean, again, we still have Boston, we still have Milwaukee that I think is going to be, you know, is, again, they're gonna, you know, they're gonna be smelling from blood. Like they're gonna be smelling from blood. Like uh, we have Boston too. That they're obviously, I think they're gonna resign Jalen. They're gonna be there. They're gonna be right there too. We don't know what's gonna happen with Philly. So um, and Denver's gonna be here for a few years. And so yeah, I just. I just don't think the players we have. I don't think the players right now in the trade market right now are, are like are legends. So, no, nah, I'm good. Let's just run it back. I think another year with the same team. I think we'll. Um, I think we'll be better. All right, we got the running back guys over here. Um, <laughs> going Don Juan, but I'm not running it back. I'm not running it back because, fellas, we talked about it. This new CBA is coming. It's coming and it's coming fast, and you just got to be aggressive right now when you have Jalen Brunson may be the best value contract in the league. And you just got to get him some help. You can't 
try to to fill in the roster because I, we talked about early in the episode the Knicks salary cap looks good their books look good but it can get ugly fast so you got to make a decision with some of these players and the CBA is very top heavy so you need these top heavy guys you know you have already have Jalen Brunson you got to try to bring somebody up and if you can keep that core group and trade them for something else now you got you got you got three four guys over here already top heavy so when you're giving me those three choices I'm trading for the guy in Beal or Cat. Listen, I don't love their contract. That's definitely uh, a negative, and and the defense is a concern. Don't get me wrong, but if you get to keep all most of your picks and keep and get rid of only one young guy and still have all these other young guys to package and get somebody else, so now you got Jalen Brunson, A, B, and and you know what I mean. So. I think the Knicks have to be aggressive. They're just, I don't think they can really run it back because this is already year four for this regime. You got Quickly. You got Obi. They contract eligible. You saw last year what the Lakers, what the Wizards got for Hachimura. I think it was like three second round pick because they knew that they didn't want to pay him. So when, if you just run it back and wait to the trade deadline, teams are going to be like, we know you don't want to pay Obi. <laughs> We're not giving you anything good for Obi because we know you don't want to pay him. And that's basically what happened to the Wizards. The Wizards was like, hey, this young guy, 10th overall pick, I think, was real, a bucket. Yeah. Went to the Lakers, a desperate team, trying to get a first round. And the Lakers was like, we don't, we know you don't want to pay him. We'll give you three second round picks. They're going to leave it. They're like, yeah, oh. Lakers came up. Yeah, we'll take it. We'll take it. We'll take it. So you talk about an Obi, you talk about it quickly. Teams are going to be – they're not going to give you packages like they'll give you this summer. So I I, I see your point, uh, fellas. Don't get me wrong because you do wait another year, and who knows, maybe a, a Shea Gildress, you know, or Giannis is like, yo, get me out. It's the NBA. Don Juan mentioned it. It's a soap opera league. Every year somebody became – But I just can't bank on that. And – Honestly, yes, I, I am banking on that because I'm keeping most of my pieces and just adding a bad contract, which you can get around. You can get around. It's going to be way harder to get around with the new CBA, but I don't know. I guess I haven't learned my lessons from the Allen Houston and the, the Mellows contract that we just been trying to forever get. The joke, the, the joking Noah contract, man, that was on our books for like 10 no, that years. That one's terrible. That was like, it got stretched out for like another four years, man. Oh, man. I just, I guess, I haven't learned my lesson, fellas, and, and we'll see, we'll see what they do. Yeah, but. we're pretty close though, so you know, that's 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 the reality of it. We made it to second round, obviously, we met our match, but yeah. you know, we saw we saw the problems that need to be addressed, and clearly, an an upgrade is needed to be uh-huh. a contender. Badly, badly needed because um, teams are getting better. Teams are getting better. Teams are getting healthier. So if you run it back. The only thing I would say, though, about that is that even though teams are getting better, they also have some decisions to make because yeah. of the CBA. So some of the talent might, you know, spread out a little bit. Maybe it might not happen this first year. Maybe not even the second year. But best believe third, fourth year, like, that I team know. like the Warriors might make a, a sacrifice for another year to sustain that that success. But by next year, they probably going to. You know, have to trim the edges and see, you know, make some tough decisions where a team like even Boston, that they're about to give two, they're about to have two max guys in Jalen Brown and Tatum. Like, they might have to decide, like, what the hell they're going to do. But, uh, Grant Williams, they they probably not going to be able to sign Grant Williams. I mean, your boy wants 20 mil, so <laughs> he's definitely not. Some team will give it to him, I think. You know? Hey, hey, I mean, yeah, hey, uh, you never sell yourself short, so you, you got to do what you got to do. He's wild. It's a business, but 20 mil, like, hey, come on now. The CBA said, ah, brother, literally. <laughs> if it wasn't for the CBA, he probably gets paid that. Yeah. Nah, maybe not. Ah, <laughs> oh, man, fellas, this is going to be an exciting offseason. I'm expecting a lot of moves, man. I, I don't know about y'all. I'm expecting a crazy, crazy offseason, so. We'll see. We'll see. We're locked in, man. A couple important dates coming up. June 22nd is the NBA draft, so exactly one week from recording the show. Yes, sir. And then June 30th is the start of NBA free agency, two weeks away. 
This is when my iPhone screen time goes to like eight hours now. I'm disgusted when I get a notification on Sunday morning. Like, you just spent 10 hours on the screen. I'm like, hey, <laughs> seven of them hours is on Twitter just scrolling up in there. Some Moj bombs and, yeah, and then, the, then that random person with a with a the sources said. Oh, and then that random um ball sack sports who tricks everybody <laughs> <laughs> and retreating everything. But fellas, let's get up out of here, man. Any last words before we depart? Hey, well, thank you guys for watching. Make sure to subscribe to the channel. Make sure to give us a thumbs up. Thumbs up for sure, man. It's gonna be a you know, like Triple M said, it's gonna be a fun offseason just because at the at the end of the day, the Knicks are relevant. The Knicks have like the you know the their fortune in their hand right now. They like they could pull off any move. They could you know keep their hands in their pocket, and not show out. They could also show out, and it's good to be in a position like this when a team just made it to the second round. We 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 the future's bright, and it's nothing but up right now, man. It feels good, man. Off season, you know. Glad that the season's over because I, I I was tired of watching that championship game. But nonetheless, man, the future's bright for us Knicks, and it's gonna be a fun season. So make sure you keep tuning in. Make sure to follow, like I said, subscribe, like the channel. Yes, we going up. Let's go next, man. Nah, it's a fact, man. Yeah, nah, like Don Juan said, it's going to be a good offseason. Um, you know, me and the guys, we definitely cooking for more content. Um, you know, up this summer, obviously, the offseason, the draft is coming up, too. I know we don't got no picks right now, but I feel like the Knicks, I feel like that's definitely going to be a, a day where traders, you know, where trades are really going to start happening. So, yeah, man, keep keep showing love and let's get it, man. Let's get it to a good summer. Yeah, let's go, Knicks. Let's go, Knicks. Thank y'all for watching, supporting. Uh, it's the off season, so it's definitely sometimes it's like, what do we even talk about, fellas? What do we even talk about? But definitely always, always good to chop it up with my guys, Don Juan right. and Zebo. And just interacting, man. Make sure to comment. Let me know how you feel. Let me know how y'all feel about our trade, fake trade packages and so forth. You already know the vibes, man. Knicks fans, Wilder, Triple M, Don Juan, Zebo, Zane, Salute, and P.